Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hayo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. One Silver. Manuel Quito was a man of medium build, wiry and clever. He was not the ordinary type of outlaw leader. Manuel could pass for a quiet-spoken gentleman of fine Spanish ancestry. Even when he reprimanded his men on occasion... He rarely lost his temper. Senores, it hurts me very much to find that you do not follow my orders. I have said distinctly many times, do not drink too much and carouse in the cafes. Mm. Norman, man. Oh, we got to let loose once in a while, Manuel. Well, sure. It is most dangerous, Senor Hank. The drinks loosen the tongue, and if you are put into jail for causing trouble, the law may ask questions and find out too much. Hereafter, you will be more careful, no? Yes. We'll walk it, Manuel. Bueno, I knew you would see it my way, senores. For if anyone should get into trouble and be taken by the law, quien sabe, who can tell? He might not live to get out again. (laughs) 
Manuel didn't ride with his gang. He owned a small hacienda near Laredo and was respected in the community. But it was he who planned the gang's activities and insisted the men wear black hoods whenever they went into action. In some cases, he was on the scene when the robberies took place. For instance, when the Laredo Bank was robbed just before closing. Good afternoon, Senor Guido. Buenas tardes, Senor. I wish to withdraw a thousand dollars. Here is the withdrawal slip. Of course. How do you want it? In hundred dollar bills, eh? Right. Uh, there you are, Senor. Congrats. Everybody, don't move. Hey, 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 holy mackerel, hold up. We better do as he says, senor. Those men hold guns, and there are six of them. Two of you men keep everyone covered. I'll get the cash from the teller. The rest will attend to the customers in here. All right, you. All right, step aside, you. Oh, see, see. First, I'll take that water bill from oh, your no. hand. Here, give me them. All right, now, teller, shove out the cash and be quick. Yeah. A month later, Manuel was in the cafe one evening when the gang entered. Line up against the wall over there. Keep your hands reaching for the seat. Company, go take our guns, and we'll get their cash. All right. The cafe customers lined up, and the outlaws quickly went to work. As they were about to leave, the sheriff, standing next to Manuel Quito, reached for his gun. Right, Thunder, they won't get away with this. Wait, senor sheriff. Let go my arm. Dog kind of Mr. Quito. I had a chance to wing that leader if you hadn't in the field. There are too many, Sheriff. He would have killed you. It was too risky. Well, let's get after him. Come on, everybody. Use your guns, man. Too dark to see him. Yeah, they got away. Well, we found a posse and trail them. Too bad there isn't moonlight, but we'll try anyway. Come on. All right, well. Manuel was one of the principal speakers at an indignation meeting held by the men of town a few nights after the cafe robbery. Senores, uh, please, senores, be quiet so I may be heard. Many robberies have taken place in this community during the past few months. They are, no doubt, the work of the same gang, the outlaws who wear the black hoods. On some occasions, I have been one of the victims, but I do not blame the sheriff, as some of you do, for not finding the gang. The leader is most clever and knows how to cover the trail, no? We must not condemn the sheriff for something he cannot help, senores. He is doing his best. Thanks, Mr. Tito. I'm glad somebody stands by me. And like you said, that gang has a clever leader. My deputies and I have done our best to round up those crooks. So far, we haven't got a line on them. Maybe you ought to get help, sheriff. Yeah, no, right. well, I'm willing. Send word to the United States Marshal in San Antonio right away. And I promise you this. We'll keep after that gang until we get them, one way or another. It is good to know you are so determined, Sheriff. You are welcome to any help I can give. Thanks, Mr. Keto. If I need some of your men sometime, I'll call on you. Now, before you all leave, Jed Harris, owner of the Bar 8 Spread, has something to say. Go ahead, Jed. All right. Men, while you're all here, I want to talk about something else. My wife, Amy, thinks we ought to build a meeting house here in town. Uh, she's planning to have a big shindig at our ranch Saturday night. Plenty to eat and drink, prizes and all that. You're all invited. Now, wait a minute. Let me finish. Each of you is supposed to come prepared to give a donation of cash towards a new meeting house. Now, Amy says she expects to raise enough at that party to pay for the building. <laughs> 
Hey, you all know Amy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. If you don't kick in with enough, she'll hound you right to your doors. So you might as well bring enough the first time. All right. <laughs> well, I reckon that's all I have to say. So let's adjourn to the cafe. I'll set up drinks for the crowd. Come on. <laughs> Later that night, Manuel Quito was in the bunkhouse at his place talking to his men. Men, Senor Harris plans a big celebration to raise cash for a meeting house. Everyone with money will be there to make donations. It is to take place Saturday night, and they will surely take in plenty. Are you going, boss? Why, of course, Hank. I shall be there and donate $500. Why, that's like throwing away money. No, Senor Lamb, it will not be thrown away. After the party has started, you men will appear with your hoods on and take all the cash that has been collected. I shall get back my 500 with interest, no? Good idea. Everybody will dress up. They will have many valuables with them, gold watches, rings. You would take everything. And you must not forget to take my valuables too, Hank. They would notice if you didn't. All right, boss. We'll rob you, same as everyone else. Good. I, uh... I hate to deprive the town of the meeting house, but the money will come in most handy, no? The following Saturday afternoon, the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Toto, camped in the hills outside of Laredo. Toto was preparing to go to town for supplies. Me get supplies. Come right back, Kimasari. All right, Toto. While you're there, take this note from the United States Marshal to the Sheriff, so you'll know we've arrived here. Ah. <coughs> easy, Scout, easy, fella. Get him up, Scout. When Tonto entered the general store in Laredo, Manuel Quito was completing a purchase. Well, is that all, Mr. Quito? Oh, that's all for the moment, senor. I shall stop to pick up the packages before I leave town. Say, that sure is a fine ring you have on. Oh. <laughs> Looks like a gold snake. Oh, uh, see, it is a coiled serpent. The eyes are small diamonds, senor. I value this ring very much. Adios, senor. I will be back soon. Sure. See you later, Mr. Quito. Well, uh... What do you want, Indian? Uh, here, Liz. Uh, me wait. Right. Have it ready for you, Miss Jiffy. Tonto waited for the supplies, then reported to the sheriff. Later, he returned to camp and told the Lone Ranger the sheriff would meet with him in the morning. That night at the Bar H Ranch, the Harris party was in full swing. The sheriff stood with Mr. and Mrs. Harris and Manuel Quito watching the dancers. The sheriff was saying, Now that I gave my donation, Amy, I'm going to slip out and go back to town. Don't want to leave the town unprotected, you know. That is wise, Harris. We're sorry to have you leave, Sheriff. Everyone seems to be having such a nice time. Mighty nice, you big man, mighty nice. Hope you took in plenty of cash for the new meeting house. Everyone was very generous, Sheriff. While we collected close to $8,000, Mr. Tito gave 500 Fine, fine. I am sorry it is not more, Senor. Oh, 500 is plenty to give, Mr. Tito. <laughs> you were first to donate. And when the others saw how much you gave, they gave more than they intended. You're a credit to the community, Mr. Tito. 
We're lucky to have you living among us. Yep, that's right, Amy. What's this, Mr. Garcia? Oh, by the way, Jen, that help I sent for has arrived. You mean the United States Marshal came from San Antonio? No, but he sent a certain masked man who was famous for running down outlaws. A masked man? Yeah, I don't savvy. This masked hombre, is he tall and rides a white stallion? Yeah, that's the way the Marshal described him to me in a note he sent. You hear about it? Oh, see, I have heard of such an hombre. He, he is known as the Lone Ranger, no? That's the man. I'm to have a talk with him in the morning. Perhaps you will be willing to bring him out to my hacienda, Sheriff. I would like to meet him. There is much information I can give him. All right, I'll do that, Mr. Keto. I'll head for town now. Thanks for a nice time. Good night. Good night, night, Sheriff. A short time later, Manuel managed to leave the ranch house unnoticed. He went to a wooded grove where his men were waiting. That you, boss? Yes. The money has all been collected. Close to $8,000. That'd be a nice pile of cast of grab. Yeah. Long. The valuables will get plenty. Hey, we saw the sheriff riding away. Oh, yes, he has gone back to town. I, uh, I learned something very important from him tonight. Yeah? What? A certain masked hombre known as the Lone Ranger has come to help find the gang. Hey, I've heard of him. We'd better call this off and lay low. No, senores, you will go ahead with our plan. But if you get a line on us. Tomorrow the sheriff is to bring him to my hacienda for me to meet. After that, I will know every move he makes. If the Lone Ranger does get a line on the gang, then, amigos, I shall make sure that he dies before the truth is made known. Do not worry, senores. The Lone Ranger will never expose or capture my gang. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. After talking to his men, Manuel re-entered the ranch house and mingled with the guests. 
The Bar H ranch hands, who were not on duty out on the range, were enjoying the party with the others. Suddenly, Hank and Lem, wearing hoods, entered. They fired warning shots into the ceiling. I have men at the windows holding guns on all of you. The first one who grabs for a gun will die. Line up. I'll keep you covered from here while my partner takes all the guns. Lem went down the line, taking the guns, which he threw into a pile in the center of the room. Then, while the others covered the crowd through the open windows, he and Hank took the collection box from the desk and methodically robbed the guests of their wallets and valuables. Jed, this is terrible. They've taken the collection cash, and now they're taking everybody's valuables. Yeah. Nothing we can do about it either. Oh. Uh, Jiminy, they're not missing a thing. Searching every pocket. Looking at everybody's hands for rings. Make sure you don't miss anything. Don't worry, I got everything but the gold from that teeth. Good, let's get out of here. Settle. Get your guns, everybody. Let's get after them. The outlaws escaped in the confusion, and the guests, angry and bitter, left for their homes. Manuel Quito was the last to leave. Senora Harris, I'm so sorry this has happened, but who was to know those hooded men would come here tonight? It was awful, Mr. Quito, to think such a thing could happen right in my house. Well, you are not to blame for that, Senora. No, he's right, Amy. Nobody can blame us. Those doggone polecats sure did a third job. Mr. Quito lost plenty. His 500 and all his valuables to boot. No, it's true, but I'm not the only one. Perhaps the sheriff and the hombre who has come to help him will find the gang this time. Oh, I hope so. I shall leave now. Adios, amigo. Uh, good, good night. night. Good night. The following morning, the sheriff met the Lone Ranger at his camp and told of what had happened. Uh, doggone it, mister. I wish I hadn't left the bar H when I did. There wasn't much anyone could do from what you told me, Sheriff. Well, that's true. Of course, what I told you, I heard from others. So many people rode away from the bar H after the robbery, they covered any trail the crooks left. That's unfortunate. Ah. Now, if you're willing, I'd like you to ride to Mr. Quito's hacienda with me. He was there, and he can tell you plenty. He's been a victim of that gang more than once before, too. I'd like to meet Quito. He may have noticed something that will give us a line on the crooks. All right, we'll go to his place right now. Good, easy. Steady, big fellow. One, two, Later, the Lone Ranger and Toto were introduced to Manuel Quito at his hacienda. Toto stayed in the background and let the Lone Ranger and the sheriff talk to the Spaniard. If there was anything unusual you noticed, Mr. Quito, during the holdup last night, We'd be glad to have you tell us. All I noticed, senor, was that there were hooded men at the windows with guns and that the two hombres who came inside did a thorough job. No one and nothing escaped their notice. They must have a very clever leader. Uh, see, si, I agree with you, senor, very clever. I have faced him so many times I feel that I should know him well. Mr. Quito sure has lost plenty to those dirty crooks. And that is why I am ready to help in any way I can, senores. If my men can be of use. We might call on them to ride with the posse if we get a line on the gang. Bueno, just let me know. As they rode from the hacienda, the Lone Ranger spoke. Sheriff, Tonto and I will search for the hideout while you go back to town. You may learn something more from some of the victims, and we'll meet later to compare notes. All right. I hope Mr. Quito could tell you more than he did... Those crooks are mighty careful when they pull a robbery. Every bit of information helps, Sheriff. Well, I'll turn here and head for town. 
suppose you and Tonto will ride the other way. Yes. Adios. See you later. So long. Come on. Turn around, you. Get up there. Get up. Get up. Himasabi. Me see something at Hacienda. Oh, what? A Spanish feller say him victim hold up. Him say crooks take everything from everybody. Yes, that's right. Me see him in store yesterday. Him wear snake ring with diamond eyes. Him tell storekeeper it plenty valuable. I noticed the ring on his finger, Tonto. It... If he wore it late yesterday, he must have had it on last night during the robbery. Ah. The crooks would surely notice a ring like that and take it. Yet, Senor Quito has it back this morning. Who's it? Who's Otto, Manuel Quito is well respected. Knows everything that goes on. It's possible that he... Come on, I go after the sheriff. I must talk to him. Monsilver! I must count! A masked man and Indian caught up to the sheriff before he reached town. He pulled to a stop when he heard them coming behind him. Change your mind, mister? Yes. Sheriff, uh, what do you know about Mr. Quito? Manuel Quito? He's a fine Spanish gentleman. Everybody looks up to him in these parts. Why? Just curious, that's all. Let's ride toward town while I discuss a plan. All right. Get up. Come on, sir. Come up, scout. What's on your mind, mister? I suggest you have one of your men drop word carelessly in the cafe tonight that you're sending him to guard a payroll being sent to the mining company at Colville, south of here. Then have a buckboard leave in the morning carrying a sealed money satchel. I don't savvy. The satchel will hold only worthless paper. Now, you followed a short distance with a posse. If the outlaws hear the shipment, they may try a holdup. Then you could pick up their trail to their hideout. Jiminy, it might work. You and Tonto ride them with the posse, I suppose. No, we'll have other plans. But we'll be on hand if and when you need help. It's worth a try, mister. We'll do it. Good. Get Come on, Silver. Get Late that night, the crook Hank returned to the Quito Hacienda from town and told what he had overheard about a payroll shipment by Buckboard to the mining company at Colville. The following morning, the Lone Ranger and Tonto left their camp and rode to a wooded grove near the hacienda. Meanwhile, Hank and three of the outlaws waited behind large boulders for the buckboard to come along. They wore the black hoods and held their guns ready for instant action. Now remember, men, ride out shooting over the head. They start returning our fire, let them have it. Right. Sure. There comes the buckboard now. We'll let it get a little closer. All right, men, let's go. Get up, get up, get up. Get up, get up. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Yeah, it's dead to rights. We got our hands up. Yeah, we aren't hankering for a bullet. Throw out that black satchel and turn around and head back to town. Right. There it is. Get around here. Get around here. Get up. Get up there. <laughs> Steady, boy. <laughs> Man alive, they sure were scared. Yeah, this is easy. We've got to get going. Yeah, I'll carry the satchel. Now, remember, men, cover your tracks, each one of you. We're separating here. See you all back at the Hacienda later. Right. Eddie, get up. Get up. Get up. Come on. Later, near the Quito Hacienda... 
The Lone Ranger and Tonto watched as first one, then another and another of the crooks returned to the hacienda and, dismounting, went inside. The Lone Ranger spoke in a low voice. Tonto, there were three horses at the corral when we arrived here. One of them must be Quito's. Mm. I've counted four men who arrived. I figured two of the men stayed here with the Spaniard. He said there were six in the gang. And that's right. Me think gang altogether now. If him, real leader. We'll sneak to one of the windows through the high brush and try to find out what's going on inside. Come on. Uh. Cautiously, the two men approached the hacienda and crouched beneath one of the windows of the main living room. The window was partly open, and the sound of the voices within reached their ears. This was the easiest job we ever pulled, boss. Well, no, I hope you'll follow orders about covering these trails. Come on, Tonto. There are only four men in there with Quito. So I noticed. We're sure now he's a gang leader. On the desk, black hoods and a money satchel. The one the sheriff sent on the buckboard. You'll but... say too much, mister. Please. We've got both you and the Indian covered. Better reach, Tonto. Uh, I'll take the masked man's guns. Herb, you get the redskins. Yeah. The Lone Ranger and Tonto, with their backs to the two outlaws, exchanged quick glances. Then, as the two crooks moved in close behind them and reached for their guns, the masked man and Indian went into action. Now, Toto! Their hands dropped down, grasping the crooks' wrists. At the same time, they both kicked back hard. My arm, let go. Drop the gun, drop it. Uh, he's got guns. Ow, 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 hey. Keep quiet, you. And this, keep other fellow quiet. Ow. The others will be coming out, Toto. They heard the commotion. Pick up those guns. We'll head for the trees. We can't cross the clearing. The horses now. Uh, All right, come on. A moment later, Hank and the others appeared at the corner of the hacienda with Manuel Quito. Those yells from outside. Something was wrong. Yeah, we'll soon find out. Hey, Lem. Oh, Lem, uh, wake up, wake up. What's the matter? The masked man and the Indian are behind those two big cottonwoods over there. They know everything. Better not let them get away. Where at them? Keep them from leaving. No, oh, my arm. Get down. Keep out of sight, all of you. We shut up on the posse. We'll fight our way into the hacienda. Come on. For a few moments, the outlaws fought back. Then, realizing they were trapped between the masked man and Indian's gunfire and that of the posse, they dropped their guns. But not before two more were wounded. Well, Sheriff, there's the clever leader of the outlaw gang, Manuel Quito. Man alive, I wouldn't have believed it if the trail of one of the crooks didn't lead us here and we saw what was going on. Sheriff, there is some mistake. Why were you shooting at us? Sheriff, the money satchel containing the worthless paper you put into it is inside on Quito's desk. I'm sure a search will reveal much of the loot he and his men have taken in other robberies. Can't figure out how you got on to him, mister. The ring he's wearing, Sheriff. Tonto saw that ring on his finger at the store before the robbery at the Bar H. Now, the gang took all valuables from everyone at the party, including Quito. Then Quito had his ring back when we came here yesterday. I think it was mighty smart figuring. Tie up those crooks and let's get them back to town, man. Shut up, I can explain about this ring. Ah, was... oh, shut up. You can't explain about the black money satchel. And I know we'll get more evidence when we search your place. Ah, uh, that masked man, it is because of him this has come about. I should have followed him and put a bullet in him yesterday. Mister, are you going to stand by and let this so-called Spanish gentleman say anything? Hey, where'd he go? Why, he and the Indian headed for that grove yonder, Sheriff. Reckon he figured we could handle things. Yeah, we can, all right. After he and the Indian lead us right to the gang's hideout and point out the leader to us. Let me tell you, Manuel Quito, you made a big mistake today. 
Nobody can take a chance of committing a crime when the Lone Ranger's around. No, sir. Feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Uh-huh.